Well, we're going to hear from several superheroes today. As you know, I'm a huge fan of superheroes. That's why we do this podcast, because all of us are superheroes. We just need the courage to wear that cape. And so that's why we get these tips and tricks. That's why we talk to people. That's why we interview some of these thought leaders to make sure that we're living our best life, that we're able to unlock and unleash that superpower that's within all of us. So we're going to hear seven tips from the Avengers. Ironically, I was just down in Orlando at Harry Potter World, at Universal Studios, both sides of it, if you've ever been there in Orlando. But they have Harry Potter on both sides. And it was a gift to my mom. So we gave my mom on her 75th birthday the gift to go to Harry Potter World. She's a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. That would be an understatement. She is like massive Harry Potter fan. And we had to wait two and a half years because of COVID. And so we finally made it happen. Took the kids, my kids, took Grammy, made it to Orlando. And you know, normally there's like snafus on this on trips. This trip, we said we need to play the lotto. We were hitting on all cylinders. Everything was going great. Weather, the lines, we picked the right day to go to the one park versus the other one. It was crazy. But what my advice is to all of you listeners out there, there's nothing greater than seeing my mom acting like a little kid with my kids. If you're fortunate enough to have kids and still have the grandparents, make excuses to get them together. There's nothing better than watching that. It's nothing better for you either. It's win, win, win. Man, it was one of the greatest vacations I've ever been on. It was just so, so much fun to see my mom with the wand. She got the uh, elder wand, if you're curious. Both my girls have the Hermione wand. But she got the elder wand. She was, if you've ever been down there, you can use the wand to, to move stuff. And just to see the smile on her face was amazing. Just to see my mom, 77, going on all the roller coasters, going down the water slide. We walked 9.2 miles that first day. Gosh, what, a, what an amazing time. Speaking of amazing, we've got some amazing tips from the Avengers here today. It is all made possible by Amazon Prime. And so if you want to get a gift for someone, you can get it the next day. I just ordered a gift for my niece. They're going to deliver it in the morning tomorrow. I literally just ordered it the afternoon here in Austin, Texas. They're going to get it to her tomorrow morning. How great is that? So Amazon Prime, thank you. Thank you so much. But thank you to listeners. Hopefully the podcast is helping you unlock and unleash that superpower that's within you. And we've got seven tips starting off with the Avengers, with Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff, standing at five foot six, a little shorter than my six, seven on a sunny day. She is a younger sister of twins Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who many of you may remember as the twins from the show Full House. So rest in peace the dad in that show, Bob Saget. But here we are with tip number one. And then the other thing is because my dad's a golfer, the mind of a golfer is like the mind of a Buddhist. In some, in some, you have to be in the present to be a good golfer. You have to be really present. Yeah, um, and you have to really let go of your last hand if it's bad or if it's good. It doesn't matter. You can't have an attachment to it. And my dad would always say um, to try and beat your last best score. That you're only competing against yourself. You're not competing against anyone else. And that's what golfers do. They don't. They yes, they are competing. 
but they're competing against their own scores and their own handicap and their own last best round. But it's that idea that you're not in competition with anyone else except to improve yourself. WandaVision! Ah, I love this tip. Are you competing against yourself or comparing yourself to your neighbors? You know, the number one modern day hang up or stress inducer is comparing oneself to others. I catch myself doing it every day. <laughs> the key is to catch yourself before it leads you to a very, very dark place. Just imagine, close your eyes and imagine for a moment that you're not comparing yourself to anybody. You know how much happier you are? As long as you're just on a growth path for yourself. In short, run your race or swimming. If you take the time to look at the person next to you in that lane, people have lost races because they're like, oh, how's that person doing? Are they beating me? And it slows them down. So think about that. Just run, swim, just do your own race. All right, next tips from Chadwick Bosman. Black Panther in 2016, the six foot tall Bosman is diagnosed with colon cancer. He kept his condition private, continued to act while also extensively supporting cancer charities until his death in 2020. From the illness, his final film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, was released after his death the same year to critical acclaim, earning him an Academy Award nomination for Best Actor in a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor Motion Picture Drama. So rest in peace, Chadwick Bosman. But here's a great tip. Tip number two from the Black Panther. Ultimately, it's the, the, I, there are certain things that you cherish about your normal life that are different and you're not comfortable with, obviously. But at the end of the day, I, I've already I've always been very close to my family. Mm. I've always like really cherished my friends, and it just makes you do it more. And you just can't complain about it. You take as many pictures as you can. Mm. You sign as many autographs as as you can. And when it feels to you that you've given enough of yourself away, then you go, okay, that's it. Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses. And get this man a shield. Tip number three is from Chris Hemsworth as Thor. He stands at this Australian stand, six foot three. It was named the sexiest man alive by People Magazine. An award that I'm still waiting to receive a nomination for yet. The key word being yet. Here's tip number three. Hey! Hey! We know each other. He's a friend from work. My, my first, I got a couple of films at the beginning when I got here. And then I did Star Trek and I thought, great, this is it, I'm off. Yeah. And then had nothing for like a year or, or longer. And um, it was you know, hundreds of auditions and no, 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 no. And started thinking, oh, this, what am I doing? I'm going to go back home. And, and right before Christmas, at the end of that sort of, you know, that, that year, I sort of thought, okay, one more shot, one more shot. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't work, I'm not coming back. <laughs> and I got a, uh, the Cabin in the Woods was the audition and then uh -huh. Thor was next and it just sort of rolled from there. But I've got to say that year was pretty testing, you know. It's, um, you know, the definition of insanity is to try the same thing over and over and expect a different result. Yeah. And there you are being told no, 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 and somehow having to think, mm, maybe they're wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very interesting theory. I have a simpler one. You're all not worthy. Oh. <laughs>
absolutely wish I had that accent. Chris Hemsworth reminded us that it's a no for now, not a no forever. We all grew through those seasons in life where if you think about a roller coaster, there's ups and downs. But if you were to draw that line over the course of time, if you looked at 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, that that line continues to go up. So he had a terrible year, and then all of a sudden, it's always darkest before the dawn. Then he had that breakthrough. He almost gave up and went home, but he realized it was a no for now, not a no forever. So keep trucking. Let's keep trucking here with Chris Evans. That's right, Captain America with tip number four. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? If, if I was going to try and pick up a sport, you know, I'm not going to be amazing tomorrow. Today, I just have to dribble. I just got to dribble the ball. Um, and if the ball gets away from me today, it's okay. Get it back and just dribble again. Even if it takes all of my focus and energy just to dribble this ball, maybe tomorrow it won't. And it won't be as, you know, uh, consuming. Um, but, but it's okay to be where I am. I don't have to wake up tomorrow and be a pro. Um, and I think that, um, that mentality has, has gone a long way for me in terms of just surrendering, um, to the moment, surrendering to where I am and surrendering even to my failures. You know, your, your failures are okay too. I used to really be very hard, hard on myself. Um, if I thought I wasn't accomplishing something or, or reaching a certain level, but you know, be with your failures. They're, they're, they're just as educational and just as uh, opening to the process as the successes. And eventually, if you're, I would hope, um, you know, the notion of success and failure will begin to dilute as well. Um, so yeah, just, just, just practice. Avengers! Assemble. Practice doesn't make perfect, despite what your music instructor or coach told you. Practice doesn't make perfect. Proper practice leads to progress. Improper practice leads to the wrong kind of permanence or can lead to problems. Next up is our resident problem solver, Peter Parker. Tom Holland as Spider-Man is 5'8". Holland was born in Kingston upon Thames, a borough southwest of London. He was diagnosed with dyslexia at the age of seven. What's cool is he doesn't live in Hollywood, but he still lives in Kingston-upon-Thames, just down the road from his parents. Here we are with tip number five from Spidey. Look, when you can do the things that I can, but you don't, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you. I think sometimes I can spend too much time thinking about the future and not enough time living in the present. Uh, you know, in this business, um, you're only as good as your last job and you're, you know, it's quite uncertain as to what you're going to do next because you might not have a job to go to. So I think what I've been trying to do this year is focus on here and now and enjoy the moment. But anyway, I think I probably would have told my younger self to enjoy every day as it comes, take your time, have some patience, and I would have said, play golf more. Don't pretend you thought this no, through. I, did I know you didn't. I you did could think not this have possibly thought this You can't through. be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood. Okay, that didn't really make sense, but you know what I'm trying to say. Well, you can never go wrong with more golf. Here we are with tip number six from Scarlett Johansson. Standing at five foot three is the world's highest paid actress. That's right, Johansson's the world's highest paid actress. Her dad was from Denmark, 
but Scarlett was born in Manhattan and has been an actress since the age of seven. She's best known for her role as the Avenger Black Widow. And here she is with tip number six. You just tear things up. You're a triple imposter. I've never seen anything like you. Is there anything real about you? Do you even speak Latin? Falecius sunt rerum speciis. Which means, wait, what? What'd you just say? It means you can either drive yourself home or I can have you collected. It was really difficult for me to try to figure out how to get out of being an ingenue or the other woman mm -hmm. um, because it was never anything that I had intended. You know, I'd been working since I was eight years old and certainly that was never like a goal of mine. Right. I sort of had to sh kind of shake it up a little bit because I just couldn't seem to, um, I just didn't want to work on stuff that I like knew how to do and knew I could do it and it was, it was, like, what is this? Like, the, I remember thinking at the time, like, maybe I need a different job mm. in this industry that would sort of be more fulfilling because there seemed like there was just no where to go. Mm -hmm. um, and so I actually had a had a um, the opportunity to do a play, um, to do an Arthur Miller play on Broadway, and it it actually it totally reset my whole way of of thinking about how I could work and what the different kind of opportunities that could be available to me. And it's amazing how theater um, is limitless, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, it just felt so, even though it was terrifying, it felt, um, it was liberating. It's really not that complicated. I got red in my ledger. I'd like to wipe it out. Can you? Well, that was a great tip. Tip number six. Actually, my youngest daughter just walked in. And since we're talking about going to Orlando with Grammy, what was your favorite part of going to Orlando? Spending time with Grammy and going on the rides. And what was your favorite Harry Potter ride or thing to do at Harry Potter World? Hagrid's Motorcycles. Oh, yeah. That is a good roller coaster. These new roller coasters are incredible. So... Go check it out. The Velociraptor's new down there. Same. I should get a sponsorship from Universal Studios. Get them on the line. Get some advertising. But thank you so much for that insight. And speaking of insight, we're moving on to the next superhero. This next actor who portrays Iron Man was like Johansson, born in New York City, staying at five foot nine. Now, I was first introduced to, to Downey in the movie Weird Science. He was part of the Brat Pack back then. Can anyone name the Brat Pack? The Brat Pack is a nickname given to a group of young actors who frequently appeared together in teen-oriented kind of coming-of-age films in the 1980s, for those who remember. First mentioned in a 1985, first mention of the Brat Pack was in a 1985 New York Magazine article. It is now usually defined as the cast members of two specific films released in 1985. Can you name those two films? The Breakfast Club, and St. Elmo's Fire. Although other actors are sometimes included in the Brat Pack, the core members are considered to be Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. Now here's the biggest star to make it out of the pack. That's Iron Man. That's right. That is Iron Man. Mr. Robert Downey Jr. with tip number seven. What am I even tripping for? Everything's gonna work out exactly the way it's supposed to. I love you 3,000. 
it baffles me confidence. What is what does it really mean? There was a, a period of time where I felt like I did uh, I did the first Iron Man and then I went and did Tropic Thunder and then I was doing the first Sherlock and then I had my shirt off and I was doing martial arts. I was like I was all over the place and it just felt like I was I was hitting triples no matter what I did. And um, and then people are like, are you really as confident as you seem? And I was like, I guess right now I am, yeah. <laughs> so confidence, you know, there's been times when I felt I'm in possession of it. And then you want to let go a little bit because it's only ever the moment and life guiding you. The wind is so at your back that you're like, wow, are you just, are you, just you know, jumping over the waves and all that by yourself? And you're like, you bet I am. But there's a physics to the moment, man, moment, machine, whatever, and the wind's at your back. And then the wind does what the fucking wind does, and it changes. And if you're left there thinking what, you know, so I, I think it's great to be in full possession of what you would call supreme confidence and then see what happens if you don't hold on to it so hard because it's great, but it is a bit of an illusion because like everything else, it's always changing. And every day, the reset button, the space bar gets pressed, and it's like, now what? What's going on here? Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Confidence is the key, but it's tricky. It's like in baseball or a shooter in basketball is missing because they need to get their confidence back. But it's tough to get it back if you aren't hitting your shots. But you need to remain confident that you've put in the hours you put in the time and don't overthink it. It'll eventually come back your way. That confidence and also just the hitting or the making of the basketball shots. Same holds true for anything. You know, backstage, I often get imposter syndrome. All of a sudden, you're about to go out in front of a large audience, or maybe it's a small audience of all executives, all CEOs. And you're sitting there going, what the heck? Why are these people going to listen to me? But then you got to pause. You got to say, look, I've put in the hours. I've put in the time. I've put in the practice. There's a reason I'm here. Let's make it happen. That's how you get that confidence. I remember one time early in my career of speaking, I was in Lisbon, and they said, hey, you're the keynote speaker, and you're the first one to speak, but actually to open the entire conference, we have the president of Portugal. I'm like, the president? And they're like, yeah, the president of Portugal. But there's certain things we have to do because no one is supposedly allowed to speak after the president unless there's a break. So there has to be a certain amount of break time. So they said, in order to simulate that break, what we're going to have to do is just for two minutes, just turn all the lights off and everyone has to be quiet for two minutes. So very fascinating, beautiful country. A lot of people are living now, moving. A lot of U.S. residents are moving to Portugal just because the people are amazing. Climate's great. Food's incredible. Um, a lot of tax havens there. But a lot of people are moving to Portugal. But that was just interesting to me. And I got really, really nervous because I go, why am I speaking after the president of Portugal? But again, just a reminder, you got to say, okay, this is nerves. Nerves aren't bad. Let me use that. Let's change that word nervous into energy. And then when you do that, it helps a lot. And just remind yourself, look, I've put in the time. I've put in the hours. I've written XYZ on these books. I'm supposed to be here. So it doesn't matter what you do, whether you speak on stage, whether you're about to go to a meeting at work, whether you're about to try out, whether you're about to go into that business interview, that interview for the new job. It's all about making sure that you kind of Take that nervous energy and just say, that's, that's good. I'm glad I'm nervous. I'm going to take that. I'm going to convert that into energy, and I'm supposed to be here. So anyways, thank you for being here on today's Super You podcast. It's all made possible because you listen. Thank you so much, and thanks for all those great reviews that you post out there. 
And thanks especially to our team here. We've got the fabulous Maritza Gutierrez, Jake Brin, and the one and only Kelsey Gomez. We had a special guest, my daughter, today again. So say thank you and hello to all the audience. Hi. Well, that's a good hi, and I'm going to say bye for now. But this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world. It is what we leave behind. I feel that I should say But words can wait Until some other day That's one small step for man Liftoff, we have a liftoff We choose to go to the moon Not because they are easy But because they are I have a dream You can't handle the truth Seven Six, five, four, three, two, one. Super, 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 super you.